Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Come on, side, side, Hey y'all, this is Ed Lovers. Come on, side the podcast. Fuck out of here with this bullshit. Y'all know I'm back. I keep it 100% real on this podcast. These podcasts allow me to say things that I could never say on terrestrial radio and sometimes not even on satellite radio. My guest today is one of the most prolific producers in the music game now. And, and when it's all said and done, he will go down as one of the greatest that has ever done it. Y'all know this man, drummer boy is in the building. Drum, what up, brother? Hey, it's a pleasure to have you, man, because boy. I don't I don't get to talk to you like straight up and down like this on 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 a podcast because of the restrictions of terrestrial radio. You've done terrestrial radio with me several times. Absolutely. But we don't get to kick it like this on the podcast. But first, before we start the podcast, do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So man, help come you on, God. man. What my name is? And I'm not <laughs> shouting. <laughs> hey, the drummer boy, man. Come on, man. We keep it 100, Absolutely. man. Let's start Memphis, at Tennessee veteran. Memphis, man. Tennessee. How the fuck did a young dude from Memphis, Tennessee come to be such a prolific producer as you turned out to be? Man, first and foremost, man, I appreciate music and I got the music history. So, you know, I definitely be music in, in, in some form or fashion. You know, I still remember being blacked out in this all black room. You know what I'm saying? And my mama tell me stories of how I used to be in her womb. And she'll play Aretha Franklin. She'll play uh, Earth, Wind and Fire. She'll play The Temptations. She'll play Isaac Hayes. And I just kick and kick and move you know what i'm saying so 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 it's crazy because i have memory before life right in existence you know, you know that's scientifically so it's, it's, proven that if the, that a child comes out 100 percent better if you play music for them while they're in the womb and your mother played some classic shit for you oh yeah that i mean she was like party animal she was the party queen she knew how to you know uh you know, just really entertain, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, my brother, my, my, my aunties, my uncles, they all tell me about how she used to throw these parties and whatnot. And I remember some of the parties even growing up because we ain't never have babysitters, so we'll, like, sneak to the kitchen or, you know what I'm saying, I always be coming out the bedroom, like, you know what I'm saying, wanting to be a part of the party. And I right. just, we had all wood floors, so I just slide into the into the party and interrupt the party and start dancing. Hey, what's good, bro? Drama just got kissed in the middle of my K damn Michelle. K. Michelle my is sister. in the building. Yeah, oh, Memphis, my Tennessee God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. What's up, K? Man, we gotta I get in, you man. mean to me. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I'm doing my podcast live right now. Get on the microphone and get on the mic and tell me what problem you have with me. I gotta hear. We got. We got some shit about me. What I say? Have looked up to you. you what did I me. say? You got on there about something, K. Michelle, Sean, Abu, something. You you had a whole little thing, and I'm like, I. What did up, I do? Come I on, son. I grew up on you, so I was like, that ain't even cool. You going on what people say, what people do? He'll tell you, I'm as 100 as it get. I had your back when other motherfuckers won't. So to say hey. something about me off of what people say, I ain't never on no fake shit. I'm from Memphis. So I looked up to you. So to say some shit about me and you don't even know me, that shit not cool. Well, I know you now. Well, come on and do the come on and do the podcast and let's I talk about it. You because you have completely done amazing as far as and, and so has you and breaking artists and doing great things. You have done great. Well, things. you know what? As what adults, came Michelle, when we get, I didn't know. I I don't come for anybody. That's that. First of all, that's where you're wrong. I don't I don't come from anybody. I can't dwell my life on what anybody does. And if I hurt you in any manner. Well, you well, I'm I'm right here as a man right now to apologize and, and to you, K. Woman, Michelle. I want to say to you, I have looked up to you, and you know I don't fuck around with the radio shit because the first place radio don't play black music, y'all motherfuckers. Well, you know I'm not in charge of that. I know, but the bosses is. I know what the fuck <laughs> is going on. Motherfuckers You're not talking in the mic. You on the podcast? Up so let's here talk. This, these, I love this. These this music we need some love we need motown we got these motherfuckers up here mumbling sex and drugs and shit and we got these radio i'm sorry radio you are responsible Go ahead for and what our people sister. hear you are responsible for what they hear you need to fight more that it's more black love and more stuff on the radio other than whole sex and drugs you ain't lying about black that woman who have come from nothing Stop tearing a motherfucker down that's out here every fucking day hiring black women and doing stuff for them. We all we got. So stop motherfucking trying to tear me down or do some shit to me. I ain't always been perfect, but I always been honest. And that's all I can do. And you know something? I'm going to tell you something right now. For you to come into this room while I'm in the middle of my <laughs> podcast with drama, not. I don't want you to I, go nowhere. And for you to <laughs> honestly tell me how you feel about something that I said, I respect the shit out of you 100%. Because you could have walked in here. You could have walked in here and been fake as a motherfucker. But you came in and you said to me, Ed, this is what you said. You hurt my feelings. And I'm fucking a man enough to apologize to you for that. Because sometimes as a radio personality, as a personality, we don't understand that the shit that we say sometimes permanent. It ain't right. And I thank you because I have looked up to you. I do look at my black men and I do look at the people that are in the position to help everything. I ain't been perfect. I was on Love and Hip Hop. My ass, they got me at my lowest and I did what I had to do. That don't make it right. I right. shouldn't have been on there with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I've been doing my best to try and show women. My restaurant just opened Tuesday. I've been booked out. I'm on my way. Where's your restaurant? Tell everybody where your restaurant, my restaurant is, girl. Edgewood is beautiful. <laughs> it's called Puffin Petals. It opened Tuesday. We've been completely booked for days. And I'm I'm hiring our people. I wanna I, I'm just doing my best because I know I probably have missed. But you let me tell you something. You a singing motherfucker too. And that's no matter what, that's something that nobody can take away from you. Thank you see a lot of people come through that 
through, through that reality show shit and they say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that, but they really don't have the talent behind it to pull it off. You struggle for a long time. You try to let your voice get heard. People are hearing you and people are respecting you on that level of your motherfucking talent. You talented as motherfucking hell. And I am man enough to sit here and apologize to you and I just made a new friend with K. Yeah, Michelle. You did. Me and K. Michelle is all right, I motherfucker. loved you for and years. I love you too, you K. Michelle. I love you, Mich- you I love you the same way. People don't know if people love them, uh, people don't know who be watching them. Right. You know what I'm saying? I have watched you forever. You know what I'm saying? So it was like when I finally got in the game, it was like a, because I'm like, I really like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I, Why I, is he fucking with me? Yeah, I, I can dig where you're coming from. what people think. He know that's not even who I am. That little editing and shit that's done in two minutes. I'm a woman. I, I'm, I'm loyal. Well, like, I'm going to tell I, you I'm my real. favorite Kate Michelle moment is the bitch done shook the table. You got to come, <laughs> come drink to shake the table. To shake the table. You got to drink called to shake the table. Yes. We are yes. fucking with K. Michelle drama. You don't mind, uh, drama. You don't mind that. Hey man, this how I do, in. man. We, hey, we are from Memphis. We, hey, we family. You know what I'm saying? You know what? And I love that about y'all. That y'all keep this shit hundred percent. Y'all got a little bit of New York in your motherfucking yeah, blood. Hey, because hey, a New York nigga will walk right in the room and tell you, "Look, nigga, you said this. I ain't fucking with you right now." K. Michelle just jumped on the podcast, and damn glad that's, to have that's, her. That's that's that Memphis shit. That's I that Memphis you, shit, And I love you too, K. Michelle. Thank you for keeping it hundred with us. Me. You can't. What's Absolutely. up with what's up with that committed record? The committee. You gonna put me on the spot? Like yeah, I need, yes, goddamn right. Tell me about committee. Tell me about this sucking. This podcast is changing some other shit. It's, it's, it's a record. On the wire, on the wax, we cut the record. The label want the record cut. We gonna cut the record. Hey man, and I got some new shit. We got plenty of shit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you need. I know. You put me you in with your band. Whatever. Come on, man. I'm coming. Do we fucking have a newfound love and respect for K. Michelle right now? Do we? Do we? A lot of motherfucking people would have been intimidated by this six-fold, 220-something pound nigga, but she walked in this room and checked the shit out of me, didn't she? I fucking love this little girl right now. I fucking love her. Hey, you never know what come on the show with yeah, your boy, the man. Yeah, boy. Listen. Yo, they I find got... out the kid in the building, man. It's, <laughs> hey, man, listen. So you working on music with her, too? Absolutely. I'm working with me on, on everybody, man, who's serious about their career. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and they she's dead-ass serious. Oh, yeah, for And sure. you know what? That was a that was a platform and a stepping stone for her to get to the level that she wanted to get to. And like I told her, if I said something, I didn't know I was on her radar. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't yeah. know I was on her radar. Yeah. But if I said something to hurt her feelings, I sincerely apologize because that is one of the realest motherfuckers I ever yeah. met in my life right there. And I appreciate her 100%. Now let's get back to drummer motherfucking boy. Let's get back to this music, man, because this music is in your heart and soul. You can hear it in everything that you produce. Let's take it back to early Drummer Boy, leaving out of Memphis and coming to Atlanta. How did that transition happen for you? Um, it was crazy because, like, you know what I'm saying, I, I basically in Memphis produced for everybody I could produce for at the time, you know what I'm saying? So I was cool with 3-6. I was doing stuff with Gangsta Boo. That's like another sister. Shout out to um, her all yeah, day. Gangsta Boo always been like like family. And she was actually one of the people who was plugging me with a lot of people in Atlanta. And through her music, people heard me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I you fucking know, love Gangsta Boo, Yeah, man. so she was just a pioneer. Plug man. me in with Gangsta Boo. I need yeah. her on this fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're going to bring Gangsta Boo. What up, Boo? Where Word you up. at, Boo? Shout out to Gangsta all my, Boo. All my fans of Gangsta I, Boo, man. We follow each other on Twitter. I'm, I'm a DM her. Man. I fucking love Gangsta Boo. Yeah. I love her. 
and, and during them days, man, I was like 15, 16. I had an older, older brother named Insane Wayne. He was doing his thing on the beats and whatnot. But him, Jazzy Faye, Carlos Brody, Slice T, all of the legendary producers, Paragon from Memphis. You know, I was just like a little kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't understand I was in the game at like 13, 14. You know what I'm saying? I was right. a kid in this shit. So by the time I was making hits, I was just 21, 22. You know what I'm saying? And, um... You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a call from Pastor Troy. Mm. Pastor Troy was like, my nigga, man, I got some music for you, man. If I jump on another feature, he had did a feature for some cats in Chicago. He had did a feature for some cats in Florida. Then he did another feature for some cats in, like, Memphis. So he was like, man, if I do another feature and I ain't got them met you yet, nigga, man, bring your ass to Atlanta. As soon as I pull up in Atlanta, I had a, uh, a fucking uh, Impala. Soon as I pull into Atlanta, man, he had like eight bands for me. I did Pop That Pussy, Make Him Get That Money Right, Make Him Get That Money Right, and I did Off In This Game on mm. DSGB album Universal. So that was like, I'm fucking 18, I ain't even able to get in the strip club, and we got one of the <laughs> biggest, you know what I'm saying, strip club records, right. you know what I'm saying? And through that, you know what I'm saying, uh, Block, ENT hit me up Shout like Shout out to my nigga Block. Block hit me Shout like, yo, we working, on, we working on Boys in the Hood. Right. I did a couple on Boys in the Hood. I did Trap Niggas. I did Look. On Boys in the Hood, Jeezy was like, yo, I'm finna do my solo project, blah, blah, blah. Ended up placing standing ovation on his project, wow. and that was my first platinum plaque. So, you know what I'm saying? It it, it definitely took a lot of work. How did that feel, man? It How felt did that amazing, feel to come from where you were at 13 years old to producing standing ovation for Young Jeezy and receiving that platinum plaque? I came to Atlanta with $1,000, my nigga. Like, no bullshit. I came to Atlanta. so Make it or break it. Make it or break it. You know what I'm saying? And I already had my pops on my ass. I had got kicked out of goddamn school. So I ain't really had no choice. What school were like, you going to? Because you I told me that interesting story before on terrestrial radio about the deal that you made with your pops. Tell yeah. everybody about so, that deal. So I was at University of Memphis. And you know what I'm saying? Like the first year, I mean, just all the years at, at college, I had already knew the information. I was already familiar with the information and whatnot. I was going to school for music business. So the business side was very like beneficial for me, but more than anything, it was the relationships. Like a lot of the people who I went to school with now is like the head of Nike Memphis or like the right. head of, you know, Sheraton Hotels or the head of the Hiltons, you know what I'm saying? So it's just always like good to know certain people. Like the best thing you can get from college is the relationships. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, through that process, you know what I'm saying, of being kicked out of school, like my pop, no, like only my mom, only like one side of my family really knew Drummer Boy. You okay. know what I'm saying? That like, you know what I'm saying? So when my pop finally found out I was Drummer Boy, you know what I'm saying? He was just, you know, talking a lot of shit because a lot of people in the orchestra, they don't really look at like hip hop music or rap. Oh, no, like no, 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 no. No, hell no. So they look down upon and they, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of his friends, these are peers, these are people who raised me. Like I said, I ain't never had no babysitters or whatnot. So I grew up in the orchestra, like just because my pop was in the orchestra. Were so. you a drummer? Nah, I never played drums in my life. That's what's crazy. But I get the drummer <laughs> boy. I get the drummer boy from the little ornament on the Christmas tree. So when I was okay. three years old, my grandmama get, like had the little drummer boy as my ornament that I always hung up on the Christmas tree. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And through that, I just flipped it and made the shit cool. Like I right, drummer boy, put an A, drop who the E R. Who taught you how to use the equipment that is necessary to use? What was the first thing that you was working on? My What's big the first brother. Piece of I, 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 I tell this story all day, man. My big brother, Insane Wayne, shout out to EMG. You know, I was always motivated by just seeing him in a room full of lights. You know what I'm saying? He'll, he'll have me come in the studio, and it's just everything lit up. My brother, 14 years older than me. 
So, you know what I'm saying? That was like the only cool thing I really had, you know what I'm saying, around me. Like I was wearing his clothes. I see certain little shit. I'd be like, man, let me rock this. Let me rock that. Let me get them shades. Let me get that watch. Let I used get, to do that too, but my brother earrings, wasn't you know with it. Saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or, or even if he wasn't with it, I'd take that shit. Like, <laughs> my like, brother on, was man, not you know with it. It is hey, tell my friends, it is imperative yeah. that Edwin brings my coat around this corner right now. I'm fucking him up. I got to taking so much shit out this nigga closet. He just got to buy me shit or just giving me my own shit where, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never had to even fuck with this shit no more you know what i'm saying and like i remember going in the studio seeing him jazzy faye slice t was like one of the first niggas i seen making beats and just seeing the whole studio lit up all these green lights red lights blue lights yellow lights and i like i come from the orchestra so the whole time from three my pop had me reading and writing you know what I'm saying beethoven and mozart and sebastian and you know what i'm saying like right so i ain't really know about hip-hop till 10 years old for real for real you know what I'm saying? So I was just applying like the chords and the progressions and scales mm. and all of this shit to be in my head every day. Cause every day I wake up at Pop's house, all I hear is all you hear is scales and shit. Like six thirty in the morning, like you have to wake up. It right. ain't it ain't no sleeping in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then it's like, you know what I'm saying? He was like a drill sergeant. I feel like I went through military. I, I feel like I went through ROTC. I feel like I went through the army with my pop because he had me waking up doing two, three hundred push-ups. Nigga, I'm 13. You know what I'm saying? He had me in the backyard shooting hoops with my left hand, shooting 200 shots before I can shoot with my right. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? He had me fucking... Like mowing the whole backyard, the whole front yard, chopping all the bushes and all that shit before I can goddamn go hang with the homies. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's like I, I had to play scales and Beethoven and Sebastian and whatnot just to flip. You know what I'm saying? So it was like some Fresh Prince of Bel Air shit. Like I always could relate <laughs> to that because I, I like one side. I'm like, yes, sir. Da 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 da. Woo woo woo. And as soon as I'm in the hood, I'm like, what's up, nigga? Shit, you good, nigga? What's happening, nigga? You know what I'm saying? So it's like really character and acting. You know what I'm saying? It's just knowing how to be in front of any crowd, whatever crowd you put me in front of. I mean, we 1,000. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Knowing the time and the place and whatnot and all that. So, What's the I'm, first piece of equipment Wayne taught you on? My brother taught me on an MPC. I think he had an MPC 60. Okay. And Slice T was like the, the, the god of MPC. So this was like in the Roger Lynn days. Like real MPC mm-hmm. fans know about Roger Lynn. And Roger Lynn was like one of the first makers of yeah, the Lynn drum and the Lynn drum machine. Absolutely. So during, during that day, like, you know what I'm saying, just, just being able to get that knowledge. I didn't get, by the time I was able to buy my own MPC at like 15, which is crazy. Cause That's I was, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm talking about I'm selling beats for like 2,000 a beat now. I started off selling beat tapes. When I first got a keyboard, my mom financed my first keyboard, Roland XP50, and um, she put it on on the, on the, on credit. You know what I'm saying? Didn't even have the money to get it, but she had good credit. And that's where I learned through my mom, like, the importance of credit, the importance <laughs> of the business side and whatnot. Because, you know, I'm just a young nigga walking around with cash talking shit. Like, nigga, I can pay for this. I can pay for that. Nigga, I can pay for this. But, shit, I could have kept that money right there and still got what I need on credit. Right. And then just pay a hundred here, a hundred here, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? And then build credit, and now I can go get a twenty thousand dollar item, a thirty thousand dollar item. Now I can go get a Rolex on credit. I got the real Rolex on my wrist. I ain't spend number two hundred just because <laughs> my credit, just because my credit good. And you know what I'm saying? Eight hundred with that yeah, credit. Just understanding I that because now my you, fucking credit. you free so much more money. You know what I'm saying? And you able to do so more, so so many more things as opposed to just spending the whole thirty six thousand on a Rolex and now you can't travel to where you want to travel to. You stuck in one city. You right. can't even buy a hotel because you spent the whole thirty six on a Rolex. You know what I'm saying? When did so, when did you decide? Okay, I'm here. I did this joint for Pastor Troy. 
I got the hottest records in the strip club. I need to fuck with this Atlanta shit for real. I mean, so I came here. Like I told you, when I got kicked out of school, I already knew it really, it really wasn't that many clients left for me in Atlanta. Like outside of Yo Gotti, you know, it wasn't no Young Dolph. It wasn't no Moneybag Yo. It wasn't no OG Boo Dirty or none of that yet. You know what I'm saying? It was like that the outskirts of the three six mafia phase. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? Eight ball and MJG phase. Shout you know out to saying? them. Play Legendary. Play a fly. Play a fly. Shout out to play a fly. Gangsta Boo. You know what I'm saying? Play a fly showed me a lot of love. I smoked weed with Play a Fly yeah. one night. Project Pat had I'll got never do that up. again. Yeah. <laughs> play a yeah. fly had some shit had me stuck. I was stuck. Fly Fuck you, you right. play a fly. And I mean that in the most sincere, humblest, and oh, beautiful fly, way. You know what happened. Fly gonna smoke you. No, that nigga had me on stuck, nigga. Hey. Stuck. Fly I ga- couldn't feel my left leg because of play a fly. Man, fly all the legends, man. Fly against the black. You know what I'm saying? Um it was just so many legendary cats, you know what I'm saying? And then you had new cats coming on the scene like the Lieutenant G's and you know what I'm saying, um, um, Zed Zillas and, you know what I'm saying, the Blockburners. Gotti had a group called the Blockburners doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? And that was back when Gotti was I&E, Inevitable Entertainment. Okay. So you got to just look at the growth. Like, I was fucking with Gotti. Me and Gotti came up together for real, for real. Do you, like, know, you know my man, the mouth for the South? Absolutely. Pepper. Everybody <laughs> know. Like, it ain't, it ain't one name you're going to name. Ronnie That's Woods. my boy. All of, all of the family. You know what I'm saying? Ronnie Woods got out. We was there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it ain't one name you're going to name. Shout out to Pepper the Mouth from the fucking South. That is my dude to this day right here. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, coming from the M, it was just a blessing to have so many guys to work with in Atlanta because people was already familiar. When I got with Jeezy, he was a fan of Gotti. He was like, oh, that nigga talk that shit, nigga. He talked that shit. Like, man, that shit you and Gotti did. He was familiar with me and Gotti, the Life album. Right. That's, that's Gotti's first album ever in history. You know what I'm saying? On I Need. A lot of people don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you 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 really got to do your they history. They think Gotti brand new, but Gotti been putting that work nah, in for we a been, long time. Come on, man. Time. We been. Niggas know, though. Like, like the, 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 the real niggas know what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like. We've been doing this shit. You can look at the Wikipedia, you know what I'm saying, from Tila. I'm so tired Shout out to Tila. Balling. We came Shout up on the That's another Pimps one. And you know Tila. Put me in touch with Tila. I need Tila oh, to yeah, sit Tila here. Tila is family. Tila don't get enough props like he deserves. Man, shout out to Tila, shout out to Red Boy, shout out to Jay Prince. Jay Prince was one of my first checks, you know what I'm saying, and, and those guys who was who was putting, you know, uh, uh, checks in my pocket at 15, man. Again, by the time I was graduating high school, I was sitting on 25000 you a child prodigy. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a blessing to be able to make it out of, out of some shit where niggas said I wouldn't. I couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Especially my own father. You know what I'm saying? So to get back to my pop story, when I got in college and got kicked out due to unattendance, you know what I'm saying? He saw me flunking basketball. He saw me flunking gym. Like, bro, I, I had D1, D2 scholarships, my nigga. I could have played at University of Memphis with Dewan Wagner and fucking, you know what I'm saying, uh, my nigga uh, Pargo and, and University of Arkansas mm-hmm. the year Nolan Richardson uh, got fired. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like that was the year where, you know what I'm saying, it was either music or basketball. And I'm like, man, I got to be number one at whatever I do. And music was a passion. I was making too much money doing it. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't finna go to college listening to some coach tell me what to do for four years and I'm not getting paid. I think a lot of people don't understand that this life that we chose, not to sound like a mafioso, but this life that we chose for music is a fucking passion. If you're not passionate about this shit, if you're not willing to deal with this roller coaster ride that we go on, 
of of not having anything to having something and sometimes not having th- anything again and then building that shit back up, then you are not built for this. You don't get into this and you don't spend as much time as you have successfully, as much time as I have successfully without having a passion for this shit. You got to you really got to love every minute of this shit. And I want to thank you because it's you and a lot of other dudes that have put down musically stuff, and it, and if I ever get a chance to sit to have Jeezy sit across from me, I'll tell him this too. There was a time when I was like, "Fuck hip hop! Like this shit is so trash. These niggas is so trash. I don't want to hear nothing else from none of these rap cornball niggas." And then y'all started making music, and I was like, "There it is. That's what I'm talking about." Because you guys pushed the envelope of hip hop. You pushed it to some place where a motherfucker can believe in it again. Like like to be honest like where I come from like and I we was I was just in a, in a, in a uh, club talking with Lil John like a lot of the whole crunk and the word crunk itself comes from Memphis. Mm. So we have to clarify that. Speak first on it foremost. my brother. You know what I mean? And he took that and and kind of like originated a whole new crunk because if you listen to the bass and the bottoms of 3-6 Mafia, get buck, get crunk, these are Memphis words. Right. Period. Point blank. All right? And then it grew into trap, which one of the trap originators is myself. Mm. Me, Shorty Red, DJ Toon. Shout out to fucking Shorty Red. DJ Toon. You know what I mean? So people got to understand where trap comes from. Right. Like, trap, I remember I was 16. My brother said, man, we, I'm, we, we'll pull up on me. I'm like, where you at? I'm in a trap. The trap was a spot where niggas hustle. This is where we get our money. You know what I mean? If you go into a strip club, a stripper's going to feel like this is We ain't like, say trap in New York. We trap. said crack house. Right, that's but, what this, this, but that, that's the what I'm spot, saying. So this, this you a know where I'm at. I'm in the spot. Right, so you, that's, that's, or the that's, gate. That's, that's y'all the lingo. Gate. The, the gate, gate was the, our lingo. The crack house. Nigga, our don't lingo, step in my gate, nigga. Get out the gate, nigga. Our lingo, though, straight out of, you know what I'm saying? Like Elvis Presley, whenever you come to Memphis, you know about South Memphis, you know about Elvis Presley, you know about South Memphis, you know about Graceland, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And we through the hood, you know what I'm saying? We right there. The whole haven, the South is big as fucking Memphis. We got a whole script. You see what I'm saying? And that was shit it, was like was a trap. Like, tell me what was it like for you guys coming up so we, being dominated by New York hip-hop? New York hip-hop at one time dominated. I was dominated a fan of the, New York hip-hop. The so entire I, country. And, when did, when I, do you think it turned around when, when the South realized we don't sound like them motherfuckers and the majority Jay, of the Jay-Z, country sound like us? When Jay-Z did a song called Big Pimpin' and goddamn it came down through the, through the way. With you know UGK. Yeah, with UGK. Come on, Bon B. OG, one of the OG representatives to, 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 to merge the worlds. You got you to gotta commend and pay homage to the niggas who merged the worlds. If world. Bun B is a triple OG, how many do OGs do I have? <laughs> Your man said shit. Millions. <laughs> I'm a million OG then. But shout out to Bun B, man, because that was a fucking, that record right there, I would say for me, it really kind of, I would say uh, Scarface and the Ghetto Boys. I would definitely say Scarface, the Ghetto Boys, UGK, Master P, and Birdman. That's mm. my top five. Right. 
No, nobody. And, and you got to include Outcast. Jay Prince. Outcast. As far as bosses, now going into artists who changed the way and got right. the respect of New York. Uh-huh. Of course, you got to say A-Ball MJG. You got to say yes. Outcast. Yes, sir. I mean, Outcast was like, I hear that all the time. A lot of New York cats say, man, the first group I started listening to in the South From the Outcast. South was the cast. Some say was A-Ball cast. and MJG. Right. And and then Outcast. MJ, you know A-Ball and MJG is a super important group to the history of Southern hip-hop. Absolutely. Because if you look at Southern and, uh, hip-hop. And some say 3-6 Mafia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, I so. didn't understand 3-6 Mafia, but somebody first handed me they, the CD that I first ha- heard from them. But once I listened to it, I was like, okay, I get it. And then it took a long time for us to realize that beyond Delaware, <laughs> nobody talks like us. Philly don't even talk like us. Philly got their own shit. Baltimore got their own shit. But when you go past Delaware, you start going into D.C. Even D.C. got their own shit. But when you hit Virginia, North Carolina, and all of that shit down Now, North Carolina specifically, or I say more South Carolina, they got the Geechee. So if you go deep into South Carolina, North Carolina, they got that Geechee kind of, you know, twang to it where you kind of, mm-hmm. you know, the difference between them. And then when you go further south to like Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, going through Duval, you know the Duval niggas. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, and that, that that comes from the era of traveling. Like I've kind of, you know, got a got an ear for like different swing. Even Philly got they, they shit, Michigan. Yeah, and, John and, and yeah, Bois yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. D.C., Mario, yeah. everything, yeah. Mario, uh-huh. and uh-huh. how you were playing, you know what yeah. Cali got their shit. The Cali got their own you know shit. So it just comes from you just come to little, New York, little taste, little flavor, little sun, yeah. facts. You feel me? <laughs> but then when you come through Memphis, man, don't fuck be like, man, she. That's pepper. First two words you're going to hear is man. either man yeah. or she. Ed, man. This pepper on the phone. Ed, man. Listen, man. Ed, man. Listen, man. Listen, man. Hey, man. <laughs> All that other shit, man. That's All right. That, shit, man. that is so Memphis like a motherfucker, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Shout Absolutely. out to Project Pat, man. That's yeah, another one of my Project guys. You know Pat, what I'm saying? Juicy J doing fucking incredible things right now. You know what I'm saying? And like we call it the new Memphis now, man. Young Dolph, the black youngsters, the money bag yos. It's a lot of cats who really doing their thing, man. We, we didn't had our hand in everything that come out the city. You know what I'm saying? We believe in the city. We uplift the city. I'm one of the first people to unify the city. I got the key to the city of Memphis when I unify Memphis on Welcome to My City Volume 1. I'm up to Volume 3 right now. We working on Volume 4. You know what I'm saying? And that's something I just do to just give back to the city and just put cats on. You know that what city I'm means a lot to you. Absolutely. This this is my everything. That's, you know a, mu- that's, that's, that's a musical city. The history oh, yeah. of I, music I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a self-made crazy. millionaire straight out of Memphis. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, 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 it's like, how can you, you know what I'm saying? I done got tens and twenty of millions in Atlanta, but still I'm a self-made millionaire out of my city of Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Isn't so that the beautiful like, thing about Atlanta you know too, I mean? though? Absolutely. That you can come here and grow. Atlanta's a mecca for black people in America. I don't know why motherfuckers don't come down here and, just, <laughs> and set up shop a, the way hey, I Memphis did. Memphis deep in, in Atlanta. You crazy. Absolutely. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? We got second homes. Atlanta like the second home for us. So, you know, we all got pit stops right here because it makes sense. You might go up the street, see Dolph, go over here, knock out a song with Lil Wayne, go over here, knock out Rich Homie, go over here, we we knocking out DJ Drama, DJ Sense, K. Michelle, and Ed Lobo in one stop. That's I mean, right. you're not going to be. And Cannon. Shout out to gonna, Cannon, yo. You ain't going to get that. What did it mean to you as a producer for to get that platinum plaque from Standing Ovation? I mean, it, it was just like, okay, I'm in the game. That that was my solidification. Like, okay, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Did the phone start ringing off the uh, fucking Oh, yeah, hook. crazy. Everybody was hitting me from that. that like, after that came, I'm going to do me. After that came White Girl. After that, Ply, Shawty. After that, uh, uh, Money to Blow. I'm riding around, I'm getting it, 2 chains. you know what I'm saying? T.I. hit me up, what up, what's happening? Oh. DJ Drummond hit me up, daydreaming. 
Right. Then we come back with, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. You know what I'm saying? Walker hit me up. We do no hands. You know what I'm saying? We do I Think I Love a Gucci Man photo shoot, Gucci Man. I right. don't know how many Gucci Man mixtapes. I mean, my catalog with Gucci Man, I got over a 1,000 songs with this man, man. Wow. For a long time, and I and I and I'll say it and I'll be honest. There is there was and and in some point still is jealousy from New York cats about the way the South has risen as far as hip hop is concerned. What would you say to to cats from New York about that? I I wouldn't even understand that cuz every time I go to New York I get mad love and cats be so happy to see and they taking me through the city and right. they playing all of the South records and every time I hear these South records come on you see the whole club going crazy. You know what I say you know to what them? I'm saying so and if you and if the ladies is happy, you see the girls going crazy. I mean you 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 got to you got to you got to you know what I'm saying? Enjoy the moment because at the end of the day we still play Caribbean music. That's right. And we give those them we give them they twenty minute window, thirty minute window in the club. We play the South, we play the West Coast. That's right. It's a lot of people who like that influence, you know what I'm saying? That West Coast bounce. We play up top. I mean, it's about being multicultural and and and, and that's what hip hop is supposed yourself. to be. Absolutely. That's and we what, appreciate and them, all expressions because hip hop is a form of expression. That's right? right. So you have to appreciate all the expressions. You have to appreciate all of the languages. If you can talk. That means you can speak, and if you can speak, that means you have the 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 gift of 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 gab in a sense, and whatever language that is, you have to maybe interpret it. And how the fuck you gonna be mad when an artist like Nicki Minaj was right under your belt, and she had to go to the south to get put on? But look how, how the many fuck you New gonna York be mad artists when we got had when we had Fifty Cent, and Fifty had Dre, and them had to put Fifty Cent on when he was right there under your nose. You can't, you can't be mad if a motherfucker's making good music. They making good music. You still got the top three rappers in history. So I mean, I, it, I don't even see what it is to cry about if somebody crying about it. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. you got Pac, you got Biggie, you got Nas, right? You got, uh, uh, um, I mean, Run DMC. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. got so many legendary. I don't know how many OGs them motherfuckers I mean, got. like, come on, man. You got all the greats. I mean, what more can you have? I mean, but we that's pay what, homage. That's and we still what, have to come to your city to pick up our check. We still got to come to your city to, 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 to pick up, you know, a whole different demographic of fan base. You know right. what I'm saying? And, and that fan base is spread out. And thank God for hip-hop because Dre, myself, Fab Five Freddy, Ted Demi, Peter Doherty, the guys that were behind the programming, that's all of us that sat down and actually programmed the TV Raps for every week. That's what we wanted. We wanted hip-hop to be a universal language because we were being disrespected by the Grammys. We were being disrespected by the artists that was out there before us. I remember guys going on tour, you know, when Will and, and Jeff and running them went out with certain people and they would make them rap in front of the fucking curtain and wouldn't give them the whole stage to perform on and give them 10 minutes and five minutes. You know, when Curtis blowing all of them and Dougie Fresh and all of them doing it, we wanted it to be a universal language. And now it is a universal language. It's exactly. spread all over the damn world. So everybody say, should be happy. A, if you bring in a new dance... And you spread that dance around. Juju you, on that beat, you, nigga. You, you gonna get mad the whole world doing your dance? When like you motherfuckers look, doing you the Pee Hermit. Yeah, you you go to Russia, you go to Germany, you go to Bahamas, you go to Australia, you go to Africa. Anywhere you go, it's people who want to be like us. Everybody want to be hip hop. Everybody making drummer boy type beats. Right. Everybody making a beat like me. Everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Man, I went to Russia. I went to Germany, bro. They all got the same. They all got the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a drum boy signature. Crazy. Like even for the past ten years, man, for a whole decade, bro. 
You know what I mean? So it, it's just a blessing. Like, this is something that you did that's flattery. This is something that's like, okay, man, this this like, damn, we started this trend. You know what I'm saying? And we all on the same team. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? New York, it started in New York. Then it passed through here. It passed through here. It passed through here. Guess what? Young Ma came back with a hit. Yeah. Fabulous holding it down. Fab Religiously, holding it down. Mano holding it down. My nigga Mano got down going 100 all the time. You all know the time. Shout out to Nikki. Nikki from Life of Designer. You know what I'm saying? Whether That's you coming right. out on a South track or up tempo track or whatever, man, just as long as it sounds good, as long as we have fun, we getting money. Us, us, it's about us, man. You know what I'm saying? We the new us. You know what I'm saying? And, and we got to keep universal. doing it because the way shit is looking right now, uh, a lot of white people tired of our asses. They like y'all had eight years of Barack Obama, motherfucker. Y'all need to chill the fuck out right now. But so your music gotta, ain't gonna never go nowhere. So long as you making go hits, nowhere. you Gucci. Absolutely, make the hits. What's in the future for Drummer Boy? Tell me what you're working on right now. Right now we're working on um, a couple different projects. We just dropped Alexis Ayana, dropped on February 10th. You know what I'm saying? On iTunes, definitely go get that. The project is called 21. We working on um, an artist named Carlone. Like a new new sound, we working on Drum Squad Records, just building the brand. We just did a record for Seven Streeter. We just did a record oh. for uh, Rick Ross. We just dropped off a new pack. You know what I'm saying? Gotti just reached out. French Montana just reached out. So as right. a producer, you know, definitely doing the thing, but um, focusing more on the executive end. You know what I'm saying? And, mm. and bringing artists from scratch. And you know your and your clothing line. Absolutely, clothing line, Fresh Family. You know what I'm saying? Definitely growing gradually you know what i'm saying and then we got a liquor deal uh with a vodka company we got a liquor deal still with marino bhlv the champagne thing that champagne is delicious too absolutely that champagne is everything my nigga and the bottle is sexy as fuck i ain't gonna lie you did absolutely i'm working on my album though that's what i'm excited tell me about that bro the album called the concoction we got a little bit of everybody on that thing you know what i'm saying and um i'm only like four songs in so I, i just really started but I'm excited about who we got so far, you know what I'm saying? I came to L.A. for something, and I can't remember who I was with, but I came to your house. And I'll never forget the amount of love. And re- it always shocks me a lot of times because I don't know how a younger cat than I am is going to react to me stepping into their space. And I remember taking a tour of your home, and I remember being down in the studio. Nipsey Hussle was in your house that night, mm-hmm. and you were working on some music with him, and just... The amount of respect when I left out of there, I was like, you know what? This dude gets it. Like, this dude is a really, a real fucking producer. Like, there's a difference, and I want to talk about this for a minute, than from a beat maker to a producer. Please explain the difference. I mean, you know, I once was a beat maker. I once was focusing on just making beats, making beats, making beats. You know what I'm saying? And it, it really wasn't a relationship between me and the artist. I might just drop off a beat and then dip. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really involved in, you know, the process of the song being made, how it's cut. Uh, is it a quality mic? You know what I'm saying? If guys was doing it in the basement or in the attic, I really didn't care as long as they paid me for the beat. You know what I mean? As a producer, I'm sitting through the session. I'm the last. I'm the first one there. I'm the last one to leave. I'm making sure writers are involved. If we can't come up with a hit hook, if I don't like it, nope, scratch it. If it ain't it, nope, I'm not the yes man. I'm pushing you to death. And you're going to hate me. A lot of people who work with me, sometimes they might hate me for a minute because I'm pushing <laughs> the shit out of them. You know right. what I'm saying? No, I don't like it. It's not going to be easy just getting in the booth and just cutting that shit and then done. That shit got to sound like something. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, like, I might re- record 10 or 15 songs with an artist just to practice in the gym. It's like the more jumpers you shoot, you have more of a chance of that one of them going to go in. You know what I'm saying? So don't be mad if your favorite beat got sold because you ain't kill it, but somebody else did. But focus on the one that you did kill. Mm. You know what I mean? 
and, and that's how it's got to be. Like, you can't get caught up in certain beats or this is mine or this is mine because you ain't paid for shit yet. You know what I'm saying? We working. We in the gym shooting. You know what I'm saying? It's practice. I might give you a beat just to see what you do with it. That don't mean it's your beat. That means just see what you do with it. You know what I'm saying? And I might take the beat from under you, redevelop the beat, rearrange the beat, bam, and now you're going crazy off this new piece of work that I just gave you. Uh. You know what I'm saying? And that is ironically, that was how I got my first platinum plaque. Standing ovation, the original standing ovation beat was sold. Jeezy hit me six months later. I was like, my nigga, I gave you that shit six months ago. That shit just like some work, my nigga. That shit dust. How the fuck you want me to get a goddamn brick that was sold six months ago back? Mm-hmm. That shit dust. What the fuck I'm going to do? So I'm a good businessman. Even if I could get it back, guess what? They took care of their business. Well, shit, let me give you goddamn. He was, man, he was talking about 50, 60. I ain't never got over 20,000 a beat in my life at right. this point. Here it is. He talking about 50, 100. It ain't the price. It ain't about the money, Jeezy. The beat is sold. So I've been telling you, give me your acapellas. I started making beats on acapellas. I've been telling him it's crazy. I had, but prior to that, I told him at least four times, yo, give me some acapellas. Give me some acapellas, my nigga. I'm telling you, I'm going to kill him. I'm telling you, I'm going to kill him. So now it's like you got to give me the acapellas, or you can take it to another producer and let him do it. Mm-hmm. So, shit, he took it to another producer, let him do it. He ain't like what he did. Then he came back like, man, I need you. <laughs> Shit, and I went in, you know what I'm saying? The first one, he was like, man, it ain't the first original, man. It ain't that standing ovation. The second version, he was like, yeah, it's closer. Mind you, I live in Stone Mountain. I'm driving a 45-minute drive back and forth to, to, to Patchwork just to make this shit happen on about $150. I ain't really got no gas like that, but I'm going to pull this shit off for you, Jeezy, because I wanted that bad. And he had the hottest mixtape in the street. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, I go back to the house for the third time, and goddamn it, shit, took that shit back to Patchwork. That was standing ovation. And what happened to the person that you sold the original beat to? Did they have a problem with that? No, nah, hell no. Nah. Fuck no, nah. because they shit was totally different. Like, I'm a real producer. Like, I, I'm not going to ever sell the same beat twice. It's a lot of cats who do that. It's a lot of people who I've witnessed do that, and I look at their career now. They either got jumped, got beat, got something happened to them. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you wonder how I deal with so many cats. Like, I'm dealing with Gucci Man and Jeezy at the same time. And they don't even like each other at that time. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still the man who I am. I ain't got nothing to do with that, but I mm. provide the heat. You know what I'm saying? And Gucci hit me. Gucci's so cool. Gucci hit me like, boy, that shit you did for Jeezy. Boy, that shit. Hey, man. Hey, man. Come on, man. I need some of that drum, boy. Boy, I need some. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like more of a a, 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 a competition. You know what I'm saying? Like. When you feel Jackson, man, everybody want to be coached. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Who so, do you look to as a producer and say, that motherfucker's incredible? Justice League. Hands down, Justice League. You know what I'm saying? They real musicians. They play instruments. And they on my level. We speak the same language. We family. When I see them, when I can sit in their studio and just, I can hang out in that motherfucker and not even have to make a beat, think about nothing. I can just, I, I just want to be in their sessions. Them the only producers that I want to be in their sessions. What's the last joint that you heard and you said, damn, I wish I'd have made that? I ain't never felt like that, ever. I appreciate other people's contributions. And the world is so big, you can make a million beats. You you can make a million songs. You know what I'm saying? When we dead and gone, there's going to be a million more producers doing what we do. You know what I'm saying? So, Uh you know what I mean? I I don't ever be like, damn, I wish I made this. Damn, I wish that. I'm happy and thankful that I'm here and able to, 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 to be able to do what I've done so far. You know what I'm saying? Like what What haven't you done that you want to do? Um, I haven't like introduced my own platinum artists. So right now we got a couple artists from the ground up. You know what I mean? I like doing shit from the ground up. It's just tell me about, about tell me about who challenge. you got. Who's we got Alexis Ayana. I spoke on her. You know yes. what I'm saying? Brand new artist. She just turned 21. The project dropped on iTunes. 21. 
um definitely check it out we got uh, a plethora of different singles we just got quavo on the record we did a, a song on there called bad enough featuring quavo so definitely check that out uh follow her at alexis ayana a-y-a-a-n-a you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying follow me at drummer boy fresh for those who don't and um you know we introducing a, a plethora i got another cat named carlon syl on instagram alex242 music an artist out of bahamas incredible artist you know what i'm saying so we just working man i, 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 a, I don't have a, a female plaque so that was just to answer your question. I ain't got okay. a female plaque yet, so I'm trying to get that female plaque. We're working with K. Michelle. We working Shout out with to K. Michelle Keisha for stopping Cole. and keeping it 100. Shout out to Keisha Cole. I'm fucking in love with her right now. We working with everybody, Keisha and K. Them, them both my, my family, man. We working with everybody, man. Ah uh, yeah, we also working on Scotty ATL, man. It just dropped. Make sure you go get it. Who shot Cupid, man? Who shot Cupid? New Scotty ATL project, man. Executive produced by your boy. Hey, yeah, Paul. Yeah, and you doing your thing, bro. Absolutely. And I appreciate you fucking with me on this podcast, for absolutely, real. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Well, my man, Drummer Boy, in the building is, come on, son. Come on, As son. usual, y'all keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at you, with you, and to you the next time we do this podcast. Be good. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, then name your baby Drummer Boy. It's Ed Lovers. Come <laughs> on, son. The podcast. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Yeah. We gone, y'all. Peace. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Kimana Paulus and Krista Hayes. Recorded at Mean Street Studios in downtown Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.